The fight between Jeff Bezos and the National Enquirer just got even uglier. Earlier this year, the tabloid got hold of text messages of the Amazon CEO that confirmed an extramarital affair which allegedly led to the end of his 25-year marriage. Now, in an unexpected turn, a private investigator claims that Saudi Arabia had access to Bezos' phone before the photos and texts were ever leaked, raising the stakes of this global scandal. This is TikTok. I'm Andrew Mock. Joining me today is Bloomberg News e-commerce reporter Spencer Soper. He's reported on this scandal since the story broke earlier this year. Spencer, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Uh, so to start, this is turning into sort of a, a complex six degrees of separation story for Jeff Bezos. So before we get into the new details of the story today, can you just recap this story for our listeners? Catch us up to now. It started in January when, Be- when Jeff Bezos, Amazon CEO, tweeted out that uh, he and his wife, Mackenzie, were uh, planning to divorce after 25 years of marriage. And so that tweet was followed by within hours um, of some online posts by the National Enquirer with photos of Bezos and his alleged mistress uh, uh, and and lots of tabloid details about a billionaire e-commerce horn dog cheating on his wife. And so that kind of, you know, immediately put the earlier tweet into perspective. After that, um, then there was a in, in February there was a medium post uh, from Jeff Bezos where he accused the National Enquirer and its parent company, um, American Media Inc, of blackmailing him, basically saying that they, you know, threatened to publish this embarrassing information about him, which included some graphic uh, uh, photos that he texted to his girlfriend, um, it, you know, it, if he did not bend to their will, and uh, so he did he did not and. He published this Medium post accusing them of blackmail. That was in February, um, and in that in that uh, Medium post, Bezos hinted that there could somehow be a link to the uh, assassination of Saudi journalist and Saudi dissident Jamal Khashoggi, which happened in October of last year. And so the connection there is Jeff Bezos is the owner of the Washington Post. And Kashugi was a columnist for the Washington Post, and the Washington Post has also done some reporting on this uh, murder, uh, in you know s- since it's occurred. And so Bezos hinted in back in February that there could be some link there. The latest twist w- that came over the weekend was uh, Gavin De Becker. This is Jeff Bezos's hired security consultant. Published a an opinion piece in the Daily Beast. It's basically like a 2,000-word persuasive essay, um, again, furthering this theory that uh, somehow the Inquirer's interest in Jeff Bezos' love life was linked to this assassination of a Saudi dissident journalist. Okay, so it's this, again, this monster, this bombshell report, this this 2,000 words from De Becker and the Daily Beast, basically hanging this all on the Saudi Arabian government. He doesn't give any evidence, though. What can we put into these claims without any real hard proof? Well, I mean, you give it, until we see some proof, you give it as much credibility as any other conspiracy theory out there. There's certainly circumstantial evidence make that's very suggestive. But uh, again, there's no, there's, no solid, uh, there's no solid proof. They said that they interviewed people familiar with their tactics and, you know, interviewed a, a, a large group to come to this conclusion that they have a high level of confidence. Um, and that they've referred their findings to um, non-named uh, law enforcement agencies. But, uh, who, you know, beyond that, who knows? 
and of course, because this is all sort of just conjecture at this point, you know, we can't necessarily talk about a motive in, in really definite terms. But I, I think there's another implication here that the National Enquirer and its parent company are, in essence, trying to take down a vocal Trump critic or who the Trump camp sees as a vocal Trump critic, that being The Washington Post and, by extension, Jeff Bezos. And, and this is something they've done before, right? They were involved in in buying the rights to stories that could have been um, critical of Donald Trump and, again, being an extramarital affair, which is precisely what they published about uh, Jeff Bezos, and then sitting on that that information. So that would be the only examples I'm, I'm thinking of. So let's turn to what uh, AMI, again, the parent company of the National Enquirer, has said about this. Um, you know, again, these really damning claims uh, from... De Becker and the Daily Beast. How has AMI responded? They're saying that it's not true and that uh, that they got this information, learned of Bezos's um, extramarital affair from the brother of his girlfriend. So that's this this Michael Sanchez character, Lauren Sanchez's brother. You know, they basically outed their their source here in defense of De Becker's piece. The details of this investigation are sort of unclear. But if this investigation does bear fruit and it is proved that the Saudis intentionally tried to hack Jeff Bezos's phone, what are the implications here? Do you think it, it seems pretty major? Yes, it would be. It 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 would be major. But again, I'm I, I, that's a tremendous leap from where we are right now. Can you? sort of take us into sort of what we're waiting for next or where we might go from here? I mean, again, as you mentioned, De Becker says the details of his, his results have been turned over to federal officials. Do you think we're going to learn any more about this or do you think there's any next step that we know of at this point? This has played out in a very bizarre way. Um, this latest development was an opinion piece, not even a news story. It was clearly labeled as opinion on the Daily Beast. So I, I really don't know where this goes from here, who picks up this baton, if anyone. Do they care? Is this a big priority for uh, government law enforcement officials? I, I simply don't know. Um, right now, all we know is Jeff Bezos hired a celebrity investigator to look into this matter. That's a that celebrity investigator has made a an argument that this is somehow linked to the murder of a Saudi dissident, and where it goes from here, if this could be the absolute last we hear about it and never hear about it again, or does it spiral into some international uh, controversy? No idea. They're clearly seems to be a strategy here, given the fact that, you know, a 2,000-word story in the Daily Beast would take some forethought. Do you think they're, they're trying to time this out to, to take attention away from HQ2 at all? Does that have anything to do with it? Amazon has been very distant from this entire thing. Um, and all of the messaging from Amazon is that uh, Jeff Bezos is engaged when he comes to work, and they're trying to give the impression that it's business as usual at Amazon, despite this kind of sideshow happening in its founding CEO's personal life. So whether it, it, there was any level of orchestration or PR strategy around the timing of all of this, I, I have no idea. The, the only timing that seems to make sense is that a very wealthy man was confronted with 
unflattering news coming out about him. He preempted it by announcing his divorce. The tabloid published the information it had gleaned. And right now we're locked in this kind of PR war between the National Enquirer that wants to sell a narrative of here's this wealthy man who cheated on his wife and is now, you know, is now divorcing her versus the narrative that Team Bezos is pitching, which is that sounds really simple, but it could be a lot more sophisticated than that and could be related to the murder of this Saudi dissident uh journalist who was a columnist for the Washington Post, which Bezos owns. It, it's just been a bizarre episode in, in, in reporting on this company and this, and this person. All right. That's a good place to leave it. Again, I've been speaking with Spencer Soper. He's an e-commerce reporter for Bloomberg News, and you can follow him on Twitter at Spencer Soper. Spencer, thanks for speaking with me today. All right. Thanks. And I'm Andrew Mock. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew J. Mock. And as always, get all of your news updates 24-7 at TikTok.